What's up everyone? Welcome to Zero Fox Left and we will do a this month in retarded AF. Let's get it started. Um, I am your humble, soft-spoken, always apologetic, never misgendering, never toxically masculine, never black supremacist host, Fox McKenna. And uh, to start it out, if you're wondering why Snoop Dogg is playing, uh, he is now rolling down the street smoking Indo sipping on a uh, white Zinfandel. Zinfandel? What, however you say it. Uh, Cabaret Sauvignon. Uh, he is uh, Champagne. Uh, Snoop Dogg has now made it on the 19 Crimes uh, wine bottle. He has a, a few, I think, uh, wine selections. Because when you think of, of wine... Of course, I mean the first person that comes to mind is Snoop Do Double G. I mean, when I think of wine, I think, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Snoop and wine—it's it's like uh, Italian food and wine. They they go so well together. Not Snoop and uh, I don't know gin. Maybe uh, Snoop and um, Crown Royal. Snoop and Hennessy. These things are not going together. We're breaking all the stereotypes here. Uh, thank you, 19 Crimes from California. Uh, way to go! You're just you're just shattering all those uh, those stereotypes there with with your products. Way to go! And if you think that's uh, breaking all the stereotypes and uh, uh, preconceived notions of normal and not normal, um, get this. And and because. This is happening because we for sure live in a, a, a white supremacist country. Never forget this, okay? Uh, Martin, the show Martin, you remember with Martin Lawrence? It's being recasted as an all-white show, and Martin's going to be played by Chris Hemsworth. Can you believe that shit? Martin is Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Thor? Thor is going to play Martin? That's ridiculous. Come on. Thor is going to be... No, actually, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I made that up. Um, it's actually the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years are going to be recasted uh, as all black. Yeah, the, the Wonder Years. You remember this show? The Wonder Years? Yeah, I just uh, think it's funny in, uh, in uh, a society that's allegedly uh, white supremacist, uh, there are... Uh, shows that are completely being rebooted uh, to be all black. Uh, and someday you won't even know there was a Wonder Years that had white people in it. So, uh, and, unless it's white people that are the villain, like the angry neighbors next door that don't like the black family. Uh, but that's in a white supremacist country. I'm going I'm to do a podcast on what it, the world would actually look like if it was uh, white supremacist. Uh, you, you, I, for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking you wouldn't have uh, white shows being rebranded into to all black shows. Uh, that wouldn't be a thing that would be allowed if the country was uh, allegedly that, right? Logically speaking, why would you know? Can you imagine that being put on the desk of the the white supremacist overlords, and they're just like, yeah, we're gonna redo. Uh, the show um, Wonder Years. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we're going to redo it. 
No, it's going to be all black. What? Don't they know this is a white supremacist? We're not doing that. Uh, maybe it's because we're not in that. You know, this is just more evidence. See, every time this happens, it's just more evidence that everything everyone claims about race is uh, a lie. So keep doing it. It's, it's really good. It furthers uh, the obvious stupidity of, of this, this BS. In fact, uh, there is a, a channel on top of already having BET, you know. Uh, there's a channel, a Roku channel that you can get called All BLK. A-L-L-B-L-K. Uh, I think it means all black. It's $4.99 a month. And the photos appear to be uh, just all black shows like Beyond the Pole. I don't know what that's about. Maybe pole like strip dad? Uh, strippers? I don't know. It doesn't seem like good content. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be like uh, emboldening black people if that's the case. I, I don't know. I have not subscribed and I did not try a free trial. So I don't want to talk about shit I don't know. But again, it seems like in that type of system, you wouldn't be able to have a channel like that. I'm just, I'm just pointing out what appears to be the obvious. But let's, let, I'm gonna try to burn through this. I don't want to take too long. I want to give you guys the news and not talk too much. Uh, everything that happened in the month. So let's, let's go to the next one right now. So uh, Paul Hodgkins uh, is now uh, he got a guilty charge. He pled guilty. Um, Here's the exact title. Paul Hodgkins, Tampa man who took selfie in Senate chamber, takes a plea deal in the January 6th Capitol riot case. My gosh, wow. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny. It even says that's what he did. He took a selfie. Uh, he pled guilty to uh, obstructing an official proceeding. Hodkins, a supporter of Trump, entered the Capitol with a mob of fellow Trump supporters who interrupted the certification of the 2020 Electoral College results. They interrupted it. You remember they, they interrupted that thing where at four in the morning, uh, you went to sleep that night unless you stayed up all night, and then at four in the morning, uh, uh, Biden's... Uh, votes shot up in a straight line they were all like going diagonally up together right below Trump's and then his shot up straight 90 degree angle found a massive amount of, we just found them at 4 in the morning 4 in the morning and so people were a little maybe perplexed by that and so they showed up and uh, yeah he got caught up like everyone else in the moment and followed the crowd he walked in and walked out wearing a Trump 2020 t-shirt and wearing waving a Trump flag. He ventured into the Senate chamber and took a selfie with his phone and then walked down to the Senate well where several rioters included Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman, were shouting, praying, and cheering through a bullhorn. Oh my God. I think that's the guy with the uh, Viking helmet, maybe? Jacob Chansley? I don't know. An acquaintance saw the selfie and contacted the FBI. He later admitted, Hodgkins later admitted he took a bus 
from Florida to D.C. And he was inside the Capitol. The FBI said, well, great work, FBI. People don't take selfies of themselves if they think they're doing something criminal at the moment. Yeah, that's typically true. He had no criminal history. Wow, I wonder how long he's going to get. Federal guidelines call for Hodgkins to be sentenced between 15 to 21 months in prison. Wow. Of more than 450 federal defendants charged nationwide, his this, this guy will be the first to learn his punishment and sentencing in Washington, D.C. on July 19th. The attorney said he thinks this is completely unfair. Well, it is, uh, because that is exactly what happened. A man walks in with a crowd of people, takes a selfie, maybe prays a little bit, maybe prays for uh, the results for freedom and truth and justice, and then gets federal charges. The FBI is on it. Good job, FBI, if you're listening to this. Uh, you guys are doing a fab- fabulous job keeping us safe from BLM and uh, all the homicides that are happening and uh, skyrocketing. And we'll get to that shit later. Uh, I will circle back to that. Uh, but yeah, great job. Man, great work. And great job, whoever reported the guy. I know that guy. Damn it. Justice has to be served. Everyone knows that it's very normal for at four in the morning a surge of votes to come in and then when you ask to do an audit we say no no we're not going to do an audit and then when you get with the Dominion servers they're like no we don't have access to that data or we won't give you access to it just accept it you have to you have to accept a fair election that sounds very fair so uh, yeah a selfie uh, will get you in prison if you're uh, white and uh, if you're uh, black and burn down the entire city uh, in BLM and uh, uh, kill a 70 year old uh, black man David Dorn I'm going to keep saying his name uh, while he's defending property uh, nothing happens to you so and that's in a white supremacist country just, just a reminder but more importantly I mean we got to get uh, there's somebody who, uh, instead of put up signs like free Paul Hodgkins or pardon uh, the people who took selfies. No, we have more important stuff, guys. We have to... We have to free Britney. Free Britney. That's that's worth protesting for. You have to... Isn't this important? I think this is the last hit this person has made. She did it again. Uh, she did play with you guys' heart. Uh, because I think more people have shown up to support freeing Britney than Paul Hodgkins. And uh, it's very important that, that Britney Spears, who uh, really has no discernible skills, uh, in my opinion, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the electronic sound is turned up to the max in all these songs. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure she didn't write any of these songs. Uh, it's sort of like a, under the silver, silver lake, uh, some 
Hollywood uh, mastermind person is writing all these weird pop songs that everyone uh, loves for a few months. But I digress. Uh, it's very important that we free her from whatever parental restrictions she has because God knows she's made so many fucking good decisions. And uh, why do we care? She's not even relevant anymore, but for some reason she's all over the news uh, in, in this past month. So uh, I guess, I hope uh, Brittany gets free, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, but Paul Hodgkins, you stay your ass in that federal prison for that selfie you took, uh, even though you've committed no other crimes. So, yeah. Priorities are definitely good here in America. We're doing a good job uh, caring about nothing, like your uh, overlords want. And other things that are completely uh, irrelevant, uh, how about the Olympics? Uh, the Olympics, you know, where in a global society where no one is patriotic anymore... Do the Olympic Games even matter? You have to ask yourself. In a, in a global society, in a global world, where there are no borders and everyone is the same, does it matter? I mean, why are we even tracking which country has what medals? What's the point of that? I, I feel like it's degrading to some countries who have no medals, right? I, I don't know, I haven't looked, but I'm, I'm feeling like Mozambique, Africa is not, uh, they have too many, or the Congo, they have too much turmoil going on to have time for these Olympic Games. Kenya, of course, is going to win anything that re requires long distance. That seems obvious. So Kenya is going to do very well in any long distance running or cardiovascular event. But is that racist to say that I assume Kenya's going to do very well and that Jamaica's going to do very well in the sprints? Is that racist or is it just true? We, we have to ask ourselves. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll let, I'll let the, the listener decide. Uh, but, I mean, you have, to, you have to ask yourself, though. In a global world, is the Olympics still relevant? I don't know. I don't know. Let's ask Simone Biles. Oh, Simone Biles quit. Uh, she quit and is applauded. It was very heroic. Everyone knows that the, one of the most heroic things you can ever do uh, is, is to completely quit, especially quitting on a team. You know, everyone would have loved it if at the, the peak of Super Bowl crunch time, Tom Brady would have just walked off the field. I mean, can you imagine the applause if, if Tom Brady just didn't show back up after halftime, maybe even. Uh, I, I can imagine. Or Michael Jordan, game six. Just, you know, decides he doesn't feel like playing. Can you imagine how, how much he would have been applauded? Deemed a hero. Yeah. Uh, I, I can imagine the scorn, but in, in our modern time, in this world, it's heroic. I, I think it's heroic because uh, she's a black woman. I'm going to go out on a limb. She's a black woman. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, if that's the reason. But my my spider sense is kind of pointing towards uh, that being a possibility. I don't know. But quitting, quitting is now heroic. What a great world. 
we do live in upside down world, just as a reminder. And so, of course, quitting, of course, abandoning your team uh, would be considered courageous and heroic. I mean, if that's the case, uh, then that cop, when there was an active shooter in the school and those kids got shot up, we need to go find him and give him a medal for not going in the building and doing his job and trying to save human life. My gosh, I didn't realize, but he was very heroic. Very heroic. You imagine just, if we took this type of heroism and took it back, uh, we would have had people not land on the beaches of Normandy. Wouldn't that been a great? No soldiers landing on the beaches of Normandy. Oh my gosh. The heroism. Yeah, everything is upside down here. I, I, I almost want to rename this whole podcast. I just welcome to Upside Down World. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted some sort of play on Fox, but now I'm thinking about it. This is, it's Upside Down World. Hell World. Hellscape. Uh, it, everything is, is reversed. Good is bad. And bad is good. But I mean, at least it's still entertaining, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Olympics. I mean... You got stuff, uh, you know, like the 10,000 meter. We all want to watch. Who doesn't want to just sit and watch people go on a, uh, a long-ass jog? Uh, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, cycling, uh, if you have a few hours to burn, you can definitely just uh, watch people uh, riding a bike. I, I mean, just the excitement that the Olympics conjures. Uh, there's even race walking. I don't know the exact rules, but I think you can't actually uh, jog and, and you can't sprint. But somehow it's still a race while walking. Um, yeah. Uh, equestrian events. So you can see people trotting on horses. I mean, th everyone knows that's insanely, insanely entertaining. Uh, there's canoeing events. <laughs> I, I could just keep going. Uh, badminton. Badminton is an event. Who doesn't want to watch an intense game of, of badminton? I don't know about you, but uh, someone walking or whacking around the, uh, the birdie uh, just, that just does it for me. I mean, fuck a basketball game. Fuck mixed martial arts or anything like that. Um, that's definitely it. Race walk. I, I still can't believe this is a... Race walking. Uh, and uh, I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently there... Uh, well, there was solo synchronized swimming. So I'm, it starts to make you wonder when you look back on the history of... Uh, the Olympics. Has it ever been fun to watch? I, I'm going to go ahead and ban to the nether realm the Olympics. In a global society um, where quitters are, quitting is heroic uh, and events are weird and long and not exciting or dynamic, I'm going to go ahead and ban the Olympics uh, straight to the nether realm. You're welcome. Moving along. All right, next up in the news, uh, Haji Kiz, Haji Wife, 
and hide your husband because Deshaun Watson raping everybody out here. Yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson probably has the most uh, sexual misconduct uh, charges, I think, since Bill Cosby. And uh, <laughs> it just keeps mounting up. If you were originally like, nah, you know, I'm a Texans fan and uh, I stopped being a, a pro sports fan uh, uh, since the inception of, of kneeling as being trendy. Uh, but if you're still on board with all that shit, uh, uh, enjoying the gladiatorial games and uh, the fantasy football uh, DraftKings uh, shit, uh, then that's fine. You know, I'm not saying you, you have to quit everything. For me, I was just like, eh, I'll move my energy somewhere else. And I used to have a lot of energy for it. Uh, but that being said, uh, they have now stacked up to the point where uh, it, it's like... It, you're like trying to defend uh, Kevin Spacey. Speaking of Kevin Spacey, uh, another news. Uh, Kevin Spacey was, he's now allowed to be the robot on shows, like a voice actor. He was the robot on a, sh a movie called Moon that came out this year. Uh, it's a good, decent movie. Uh, I mean, I saw it coming, but uh, it's still, still worth watching. Uh, space, sci-fi, if you like that sort of, uh, pretty decent. Uh, but he was able to be a voice actor. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. And so if he's not present, he can still be in shows uh, after uh, molesting a 14-year-old boy, I believe. Uh, so that's Hollywood for you. I mean, we'll, we'll get you back in, Kevin. Don't worry. Um, and I like Kevin Spacey as an actor. Don't get me wrong. Like in uh, the one where he's the president, really good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, if that doesn't get you canceled, uh, let's all shut the fuck up about anything getting you canceled, okay? If molesting somebody doesn't get you canceled, um, all this other shit is a joke. Uh, and really, that it's true. But speaking of that, uh, speaking of uh, not getting canceled, it seems like Deshaun Watson, uh, and this is, I, I thought this was kind of, I don't want to say funny. I don't want to say funny. Let's not face, let's not say funny. Um, let's see. Let me read a headline first. Deshaun Watson accuser claims Houston Texans made her perform oral sex as 13 victims come. F this was at the point where it was 13. I think we're in the 20s or 30s now. Uh, on a side note, I don't know how somebody makes you perform oral sex. Um, if I was in prison, somebody was punking the shit out of me like a dude. And he's like twice the size of me. He's like, yeah, you're going to suck that dick. You know what I'm saying? You're going to suck that dick. Um, like, you know, like really punking me, like hitting the shit out of me. As soon as I start sucking that dick, I'm biting that motherfucker off. I don't know if people don't think of that shit. Just bite it off. How, how did you not think of that at the time? So I'm, I'm always, I'm always, it's a little sus for me. If you say somebody forced you to perform oral sex and you're a grown adult, if you're a kid, then that's different. But as an adult, it's like, you didn't think of, uh, biting that motherfucker off like you didn't think of snapping into a slim jim i'm telling you right now uh even if you have a gun to my head i'm snapping into a slim jim straight up i'm gonna be like uh macho man randy Sa savage uh crunching that bitch with my teeth anyway moving on now, let's not talk about me biting a dick off you know you didn't come here for that came here for what's going on this retarded as fuck in the world Let let's get to it okay but here we are in uh uh, July, this is, uh, 
from the Daily Mail. NFL has not suspended Texans Deshaun Watson ahead of the training camp as he faces sexual misconduct lawsuits from 22 women. But the team is now willing to trade the quarterback. They're going to trade him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, in the NFL, you, you rape 22 women. Um, you might get traded. You might get traded to another team. Don't worry, you'll still be a millionaire. Still gonna, still gonna be good, okay. Um, but now, same NFL, same NFL here. NFL threatens USA Today. NFL threatens suspensions, forfeiture of draft picks for mask wearing violations. My gosh, the NFL is just all over mask wearing violations. This is, this is good for them, right? Rape. Ah, ah, ah. You know, pro athlete, kind of celebrity pro athlete. You kind of expect a little, little rape. But mask. You don't wear that fucking mask. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can rape some women. But the mask. We, we got to have a priority. We got to, you know, one is way worse than the other. Obviously, Anyone, if you asked them, would you rather be around somebody that's maskless or get fucking raped? The person would for sure say, oh, I'd rather just be, uh, you know, I'd rather fucking get raped than be around somebody that's not wearing their mask. Because, you know, everyone wears them appropriately and properly and wears the N95 exactly and makes sure it's completely airtight. You know that. No one's like wearing them wrong or anything. Uh, you know, that's definitely not the case. So, uh, yeah. Priorities. Uh, very important. Priorities are important. And it's nice when when places show you what their priorities are. Here's another one. Newsweek. After $1.75 million in fines, the NFL threatens maskless coaches with suspension. But Deshaun Watson is not suspended. Yeah. But that is our world. This is the world we live in. And welcome to it. Soon we're going to have, uh, you have to require um, vaccines and a mask for Zoom calls. You know, just ask everyone on the Zoom call, hey, does everyone here, uh, let's all put on our mask. You're alone in your house? Yeah, put on your mask. And then, uh, do you guys, you guys vaccinated? If you're not vaccinated and wearing the mask, uh, this is bad news. You're gonna have to terminate. You're being terminated from the Zoom call. I mean, it's gotten that out of control. I hate to keep talking about this shit and beating it with a beating a dead horse. Um, but let me tell you, I took some screenshots here. I saw an ad pop up. I was on a uh, stock twits, and it looks like uh, the CDC and the U.S. government are running ads, and it says we can do this. Say yes in quotation marks, to family vacations. Everyone 12 plus is now eligible for Cerveza bug vaccines. Learn more. So then you, I try to learn more. I click the button. I click the ad. I don't normally do this, but I did it for y'all. I hate clicking ads. Frequently asked questions. Uh, and I clicked a couple here. Uh, are uh, Cerveza bug 19 vaccines safe? Yes, they are safe and effective. Uh, it doesn't say they're FDA approved or gone through rigorous training or anything like 
So yeah, and, and it continues on. Uh, millions of people in the U.S. have received the Dosecki's bug vax under the most intense safety monitoring in U.S. history. The CDC recommends you get one as soon as one is available to you. But nothing about the FDA. I thought there was a trial process. I thought you had phase one, phase two, phase three. Nah, that's all out the window. And a lot of people got it. So that's always a good... You remember the old saying, if everyone jumps off the bridge, would you do it? In this case, that is the argument being made. And because of that argument, uh, if you believe in that argument, everyone jumped off the bridge, so you should jump off the bridge, um, then you're trusting science. Good job, guys. Uh, that's Because that's how science works. Is my uh, Modelo uh, bug vaccine free? Yes, it is free. The federal government is providing it for free to all people living in the United States, regardless of their immigration or health insurance. Isn't that so fucking nice? And it's being provided by multi-billion dollar uh, corporations that we can all, biotech corporations we can all trust, such as, just to name a few, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, um, AstraZeneca. I mean, these are all trusted names. The only person not doing it, but they should just get into it. Maybe they'll create a uh, a vac spray, like a bug sprayer repellent to spray on the unvaccinated, would be uh, Monsanto. But maybe you'll be able to get one, like show you have a vax, and then you can buy a, a bug repellent um, to spray on the unvaxed, who will be wearing the Star of David or something. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know what direction we're uh, going to go at this rate, uh, but it all seems pretty... So anyway, you continue on this... Um, following the rabbit hole ad uh, like I did and then it goes to it leads you to uh, vaccines.gov there's a 1-800 number 1-800-232-0233 find a um, (laughs) bohemia bug vaccine near you use vaccines.gov to find a location near you uh, and then you click it, powered by Vaccine Finder. And then, oh, here's something. Get quick answers using WhatsApp. Contact us on WhatsApp in Spanish only? That's very weird. In Spanish only. Vaccines.gov. This is a United States website. And then you click WhatsApp and... Me chat sobre vacunas... COVID. And it's the CDC. Messages chat are now secured with Indian encryption. But my chat sobre vacunas COVID may use another company's store, read and respond to your messages and calls. Tap for more info. This chat is with the official business account, mi chat sobre vacunas COVID. And then it has a pre-typed message, uh, hola. That's very weird. That's very weird. And it seems a little, I don't know, xenophobic, uh, racist, and bigoted that uh, you can't get a WhatsApp chat if uh, you speak Vietnamese, if you speak Korean, if you speak Sanskrit, if you speak Ebonics. Uh, Where are all the other options on the WhatsApp? Where are all these options? 
just Spanish. Why were they? It's almost like they're targeting the Spanish. Are they are they saying and I know there's maybe correlation to some sort of uh possible infertility. Are you is he are they are they saying that maybe they're reproducing too much? Uh, I don't know. Seems very targeted and weird. I'm just asking the questions out here. It, it's uh you guys seem to love all this shit. So you look into it. But, you know, seems a little odd to me. There was only one option. You can go check it out for yourself. Vaccines.gov, okay? You know, and let's head over to Reddit for some more uh, news on uh, the Modelo bug. Let, let's see. Ample chance for more American, more dangerous, uh, you know, variant if more Americans aren't vaxxed, Fauci says. Uh, so, and then this, this is a Redditor. It seems like we're just in for waves of the Modelo bug forever, since there's no way to effectively vaccinate the world in such a short enough time span to stop the mutation. Maybe I'm missing how we could logistically do this, but I'm just not seeing a worldwide effort strong enough to stop it. That's that's in the best comments section. Yeah, seems like some people forget the global part of the global pandemic. Uh, saying global pandemic is like saying ATM machine uh, to me. Pandemic implies uh, pan meaning all. Uh, but okay, uh, let's throw global in there also. Automated teller machine machine. Um, Redditors are basic ass bitches. If you like Reddit, um, you're a basic bitch. And if you haven't, I say that unless you've been banned from a chat. If you've been banned from a chat and you have Reddit uh, at least one chat, I'm, I'm working my way through the rounds of being banned from all chats. It's very easy. Um, you just ask a question, and uh, people's heads melt. Um, so, <laughs> people are concerned that you can't uh, beat a virus. Yeah, you cannot. Uh, by the way, newsflash. And yeah, they mutate and they change, um, and it's part of nature. Here's another one: federal workers who lie about the Modelo vax could face prosecution. And I just simply asked a question, uh, who gets determined what is true? And where's the data? Where do you go look at it to determine who's telling the truth and who's not? Here's something I didn't get banned for this one. I'm surprised. A black realtor was shown a home to a black father and son. They were handcuffed by Michigan police. That's it. They were just handcuffed. I said, man, if you think this is bad, walk through an all-black hood as a white person. You'll most likely be robbed and no cops will show up. It's true. What is the, uh, what is the difference here? Um, yes, I think one is worse. Uh, hey, uh, you know, people thought you were breaking into the home. No, I'm not. Uh, okay, well, you're free to go. That could happen to anyone, but because it's black, it makes a headline. Uh, that's via CNN, of course. Uh, let's see what else we have here. U.S. sets record for children hospitalized with the Pacifico bug. Seems this seems bad this early in the school year. School hasn't even started yet in most places. Florida starts Tuesday. That's going to be a catastrophe with DeSantis banning mask mandates. My family would go to Florida for the beach and Disney. However, this past year with DeSantis and shit, man, they got beaches elsewhere. 
Yeah, there are beaches everywhere. Let's all make choices. If you love freedom and you like uh, decisions, then we'll all move to Florida. I've always said this. And then if you hate that, you move to California. Let's just go east and west. Fuck north and south. Let's have a civil war east and west. Let's just... You gotta cut the line somewhere. Just somebody decide the line, and then you move east, and yeah, we'll all sell. I'll buy a home in the east. You know, sell my shit, move to the east. Some people will sell, move to the west. Um... And just call it a day, okay? It says hospitalized. We don't get any numbers in this article. Um, we don't get any um, uh, data or figures. I mean, and that, that's how all this shit kind of goes. It's like, you know, we have the most amount of kids uh, uh, being infected by this. And you're like, well, what's the numbers? What is the data? And what does it look like? You're like it's a lot. And you're like, well, how much is a lot? What is? It? Give me an exact number. You're, you're one of those... Uh, People who don't trust science and, uh, yeah, okay, anti-vaxxer, yeah. That's how it goes. It's like, you've, you've made no arguments. They don't even realize it. Uh, three first, first responders in Florida die of uh, the medulla bug within three days as the state grapples with the new surge. I responded, because uh, I'm, I'm not banned from this particular thread. It's a good thing we live in a progressive world where we hate the police. Maybe build a Cerveza bug statue next to the seven-foot George Floyd statue now. Yeah, because don't you guys hate cops? No, I mean, don't the same people that are loving the fucking mask and all that shit, don't you guys hate cops? They all look a little overweight. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to point that out. I feel bad that you died in any way, shape, or form, but that might have something to do with it, guys. Just sound it. Oh, and the CDC now uh, gets to determine uh, your property rights. That's correct. CDC issues uh, an eviction ban for most of the U.S. through October 3rd. It's very interesting that the CDC gets to do that uh, because they don't have any authority over personal uh, private property. But now, this overreaching of power, this big government that we supposedly love uh it seems like people love it um yeah that's what we're stuck with <laughs> and uh but the landlord landlord uh still has to pay the mortgage still has to pay the taxes still has to pay the insurance still pay, has to pay the homeowners association and the person who is the renter signed a contract so the cdc can now override contracts from consenting parties and override your personal property rights. But yeah, we, we, we're very free in this country and we're all very united. Free and united. Isn't it great? And the last thing on that type of news, and I'm, I'm already sick of talking about the Pacifico bug, uh, offspring drummer, uh, cut himself from the band uh, because he wasn't going to vax and said uh, it's the industry standard. Uh, pretty much it was an inevitable. Uh, he, he wasn't going to be able to drum, drum up on a stage. Yeah, without getting. So it's either comply now, uh, get your passport, get in line, get your Star of David, um, or uh, you're fucked. 
That's where it's coming. And, and you guys are going to have to make a fucking tough decision and hold the line. I'm telling you, because if you don't hold the line anymore, uh, they're just going to keep taking it. Give the devil an inch, he's going to take a mile. I'm telling you, like, you got to hold firm on this one. Uh, you know, worst case, worst case, we'll just all go to San Francisco and uh, rob all the grocery stores. When they, you just walk in and get groceries. Walk the fuck out. I have saw videos. So I know I'll never be without groceries. I'll just make a trip with a U-Haul. Dry ice. Air conditioning unit. Uh, got, we got this. And come back with a lot of food. Just going to walk into every store with many, many carts. Just wheel them out. I'll be like, sir, you didn't pay. I'll be like, I know. I know. I'm part black. It's sad I have to talk about possibly robbing grocery stores, uh, but you can definitely see that direction going that way. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if you have the mask on. Do you have your papers saying you have the vax? Well, then no more HEB, no more uh, Walmart, no more. Uh, sorry. Get the fuck out of here and starve. So, you know, if you'd have told me in the 90s that that would have happened, uh, I wouldn't have believed you and that everyone would be on board especially young people just very on board with all this shit just very stupid as shit well, we're not parenting them most parenting now is just handing the kid a tablet hey there you go throw on your fucking headphones and sit your ass in the cart I got shit to do sit your ass on the couch there and uh, bugger off to the TV leave me the fuck alone that's true. And then you wonder why the kids are fucking uh, stupid as shit. Well, I wonder why. wonder why they don't... You didn't show them anything. You left it up to the state. And the state has an agenda. So, it's it just... that That's that's where we're at. Uh, and, and I don't understand the mindset of the mask. It seems like mask forever. I was somewhere in there. Their justification for... Everyone needed to wear the mask, whether they're vaxxed or not, uh, was, well, you know, the, the little ones. We have to do it for the little ones. Because they can't get the vax yet. Really. So, I guess we'll wear mask until all the infants? No, no, no. The fetuses in the womb are able to be vaccinated, Right? Is that is that what I'm understanding here? Or no, 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 no. Let's let's one up that uh, mask until all disease is eradicated from the earth. No, no, that's that's still not enough because uh, you know you got dust and mask until all humans are immortal and can be uploaded to the fucking cloud. How's that sound? There we go. So we're all going to wear a mask, we're all going to go get vaxxed, until disease is completely gone from the earth, because that's possible, you know, and uh, humans are immortal. There we go. What a, what a great world. A world obsessed with, uh, with self-preservation. I guess that's what it is. And that's why 
when you get your ass beat in public, uh, the best case scenario for you is somebody records it. Because helping you could involve a risk of injury or death. And, well, I mean, we can't have that. Can't have that at all. A society obsessed with seeking immortality. That, that's what we're stuck with. And you'll never have it. You'll never have it. And cardiovascular disease is over there just laughing at you. Sitting in the millions every year. Y'all are sleeping on it because you're too uh, fat and fucking lazy to give a shit and don't even realize that probably most of these fucking uh, deaths are from poor immune system. And you know what? I want to see a card that shows people's uh, immune system levels. Let's just see where your white blood count and, and all that shit is. I guarantee you my immune system is better than most of these fucking people. So I should get special privileges for my immune system. Oh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to give discounts on uh, insurance for immune system and all this sort of stuff because uh, that's not fair. That's not fair to the people who don't give a shit about their health but will tell you to fucking wear a mask all day long. Great. Keep up the good work. What a great world to live in. All right, on to the next news. Yeah, so we have uh, Cori Bush, uh, the, the congresswoman, uh, state rep, uh, I believe out of Missouri. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Missouri here in a second uh, on, on the irony of some of this. Uh, we'll, we'll for sure get there. Don't, don't, don't fret. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, paid 70 plus thousand, I believe, last year for private security. I'm assuming in tax money. Uh, all while pushing defunding the police in a state that uh, has one of the most dangerous cities in the entire world, and I don't just mean the United States, I mean in the entire world, of homicide per capita. And I'll touch, we'll circle back to that. Um, <laughs> and she says in the justification on why uh, you don't get police and she gets uh, private security, uh, and, and I want to I want to quote it sort of here. Uh, let's see. I have private security because my body is worth being here. But yours uh, is not. And, and in regards to the McCluskey part, and McCluskey is the couple who, the meme couple, who uh, he had an assault, uh, an AR, and then she had a like weird uh, like James Bond pistol or something. And... Uh, the people were inside a private gated community, BLM people, in an area where uh, David Dorn had just died. Uh, so, And uh, they walked outside with the guns and told people to get the fuck off their property. Again, you don't have property rights because they were charged. The governor uh, thankfully pardoned them. This is a good move. I'm very happy about that. Rarely do I get to give a kudos uh, on this podcast. Um, but she said, they will get theirs. They will get theirs. So you cannot defend your property from a roaming mob. Uh, so, and her body is worth more than yours. Her, uh, just, just keep all that in mind. And you have to wonder, like this, this must be an amazing person. This person's got to be fucking badass. Like, surely, 
She is like the cream of the fucking crop. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, let me, I, I scrolled, I promise. Uh, I quickly took, uh, less than 30 seconds finding a clip of Cory Bush. Lovely Cory Bush here on, this was from the late show. I wanted to take, uh, an honest clip here. We have the late show. American needs to understand what black people are going through. Cori Bush on her message. And she's wearing a Black Lives Matter Christmas ugly sweater. So, yeah, let's let's see. Let's see. Eight months ago. Let's see what she has to say. He was an alderman. He was a mayor. Talking about her dad here. Well, her, her dad was a, a politician. Uh... You know, my father's been in politics a long time, so he's given me a lot of advice. A lot of advice. Um, first, the first bit was, you know, don't take corporate money. You know, walk in the doors, only accountable to the people. Um, and then most recently... you can take Soros money, not corporate. Recently, he's been saying, stay humble, keep your feet on the ground. And I'm like, I was just shopping at the thrift store. How much more grounded can I be? <laughs> you know what? At the thrift store with a 70K plus worth of uh, private security. That's so grounded. You know, we can all remember going to the thrift store. I remember when I was extremely poor going to the thrift store with a private armed security with me. Everyone remembers that. That's very grounded. <laughs> what else do you want to see? You know, but he's saying make sure when you come home because you're so used to, people are used to seeing you in t-shirts and, you know, and your movement shirts. And so we want to see that when you come back home. And so, you know, like today, it's like ho, 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 happy holidays, Black Lives Matter. Did you get your coffee? Black Lives Matter. What's your name? Black Lives Matter. <laughs> what got, what, wow, what, that's, um, uh... what, what made... <laughs> On a side note, it's it's really, I, I could do all segments just on the late show, on how it's not funny, it's not entertaining, and uh, what a shame that this is, uh, what happened to Jay Leno and David Letterman and stuff, uh, and we're replaced with these fucking cucks, it's terrible. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, her, her intellect and everything is just definitely more valuable. Uh, than you uh, so uh, get out of here bigots but don't even ask that question of course she's very valuable you you can tell just airing just it has an air of uh, of value to her uh, but speaking of these types of uh, from 2016 in Chicago get this uh, Chicago in this report uh, defines a mass shooting as four or more uh, shot, uh, at once or in a, in a succession. Okay. So at the, you know, four people are shot at a single location. That's considered a mass shooting. Okay. That, that's how they define it. You can define it many ways, but that's how they define it. So since 2016, um, there have been 212 mass shootings. This resulted in 1,032 wounded, 126 fatally wounded, meaning they died, and uh, this year we have 39 mass shootings so far, and 214 people wounded, so uh, want to guess how many have been convicted? If you guessed two, you guessed correctly, 
two people have been convicted of all that damage. But, but don't worry. Don't worry because um, the FBI is finding out who was at the January 6th uh, Capitol building taking selfies and uh, maybe, and, and always looking into stuff like uh, Bubba Wallace's uh, events where there's a rope and somebody mistook it for a noose. So you can just, that that's the sort of, they're not out there, they're not helping the Chicago police uh, solve anything. And Chicago, luckily, also is being very, uh, just like all these other places, with terrible uh, sweeping crime, being very strict on uh, mask and vax policies. So you'll, you may get shot uh, in a drive-by, but as long as you don't uh, come down with uh, flu-like symptoms, that's all that matters. Um... <laughs> And, uh, I mean, in, in, in a similar news, uh, the Soros-backed DA, Larry Krasner, uh, if you're familiar with this guy, uh, out of Philadelphia, um, and I want to read some of these news stories so that it's very, 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 very clear. Let's, let's go to that. I'm going to go to the news. So let's first read this, if you don't know who Larry Krasner is. Um, the marshallproject.org Philly DA Larry Krasner's first term under a lens a documentary examines the Philadelphia prosecutor's efforts to bring about criminal justice for reform and the pushback he's received along the way man that, that sort of I already feel like this guy uh, should be canonized or something but we'll see uh, <laughs> uh, let, let's just go through some of these uh New era under Krasner, a former civil rights attorney who had sued the city's police department 75 times and come into office promising a wave of progressive policies. The docuseries Philly DA, an independent lens original from PBS directed by Ted Passan, Yanni Brook, and Nicole Salazar, explores Krasner's first term and the obstacles he's faced. To eight series, eight series docu series, docu series. <laughs> um, let's 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 slide through here. Uh, let's see. Uh, this will be available. I don't know when it'll be available. So anyway, uh, he's painted in a good light. Uh, but let's see what the let's see what everything shows. Philly DA report card the promises. Krasner kept or didn't in his first term. He came into office as a criminal justice reformer. How'd he do? So he's the prosecutor, get this, and his job is to reform. It's very interesting. Uh, reform uh, criminal justice system, not prosecute criminals. You see, it already sounds weird to a normal person because... You should be the, maybe the the person who is the county attorney, I believe, is, is the one who represents defendants. But here we have a DA whose job is to be the top prosecutor, not wanting to prosecute. Very odd. Very odd indeed. Uh, seems like an overstep. 
Death penalty. Promise. No one in Pennsylvania's death row has been put to death since 1962. Kressner touted that he's the only candidate who explicitly pledges to never seek the death penalty. Never. Well. But are people dying in Philly from criminals? Hmm. So we never hear about... Um, You'll hear about criminal justice reform, but not criminal reform. Kressner has not sought the outcome. He has not sought the death penalty. Cash bail. Promise. Kressner ran unequivocally on a platform to abolish cash bail, a long outstanding practice to forcing people charged with crimes to pay to be released from lockup before their trial. So this is a outcome. Kressner admits he has been one of the biggest frustrations as DA. He maintains that he still wants to abolish the cash bell while preserving the ability to detain certain offenders before trial. His solution? Not to seek bail in most cases and seek nearly one million bail requests in cases deemed serious. So just no bail. You just get to go back out uh, and commit the crime again. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a good solution. Police misconduct. Promise. As a veteran civil rights attorney. Yeah, we, we, we heard that already. Since taking office, Kressner's office has charged 51 law enforcement officials with a range of alleged abuses. And 2021 is on pace to break his single-year record with 10 new cases in the first four months. The vast the majority were launched against the officers, including members of the SEPTA Transit Police and other agencies as well. Okay. Uh, let's see. Misdemeanor prosecution. Krasner ran on a promise to decriminalize more minor offenses and other crimes that have long flooded the city's courts and jails of nonviolent offenders. Certain offenses like marijuana possession. Uh, let's see. And so it is nonviolent if I uh, run your car. It is also nonviolent if I steal it. It is also nonviolent. Um, if I break into your house and steal all your shit, um, while you're not there, these are all nonviolent things that you can do that can have a major impact. If I just took 5,000, my last $5,000 from the bank and I put it in my car and you steal my car with that and I have no transportation to get to work the next day and no cash, um, you've potentially ruined my life. It was very nonviolent ruining of my life. Um, but yeah, you can just get away with it. So, uh, let's just, uh, let's skip there. So, and here is the New York Times. What is, what is their question here? Can a progressive prosecutor survive a 40% spike in homicide? <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. So it seems like all these outcomes, all this work he's doing, are making the city less safe. Wow. Here's another article. This is where his priority. DA vows to pursue. This is CNN. DA vows to pursue charges after a case dismissed against former Philly police officer who used pepper spray on protesters. Oh my gosh. A former police officer seen on video using pepper spray on BLM protesters had his charges dismissed. 
not under Krasner's district attorney. Larry Krasner said he would refile the charges. The people want and deserve justice and change, including police accountability, even though some institutional players are in denial. We will stay the course. So we used to have double jeopardy, but I guess uh, not under Larry Krasner's watch. But, but homicide is up 40%. Keep that in mind. Um, with courts closed by the pandemic. This is another one. The same, same person. Philly police stop low-level arrest to manage jail crowding. Because you don't want uh, criminals... I mean, you know, just give them a break. <laughs> just, just cut them a break. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? Here, this is the most recent. Get ready for this. This is from... Uh, 3 CBS Philly, philadelphia.cbslocal.com. ACLU announces Philadelphia Police Pilot Program as an alternate to stop and frisk. Hmm, let's, let's read further. For three months, Philadelphia police officers in the 14th district will be taking a different approach to minor offenses, such as open container, uh, POM, possession of marijuana, disorderly conduct, theft, stuff like that under a pilot program starting in August 1st. Instead of stop and frisk, officers will ask people to stop their behavior and leave the area. Hey, did you just steal that? Uh, stop it and go away. Okay. So I won't get arrested? No. As long as you leave now. Alright. And that's it. At an ECLU news conference outside of Uncle... Bobby's Coffee and Books in Germantown announcing the program. Activist Valerie Todd said it's a step in the right direction. To come home and be on parole, they say. No police contact. Police contact can take you straight back to prison. They ask questions later, she said. You can find yourself incarcerated over some low-level crime you didn't even do. The ACLU and civil rights attorneys sued Philadelphia about 10 years ago in response to stop and frisk practices. And they found to show racial bias. For the first quarter of the year, statistics from the ACL showed that 70% of the pedestrians stopped by the Philadelphia police were black. Oh my gosh. The program is being tested in Northwest Philly, which includes council members Cindy Bass's district. We need our police department. We need them to protect us, Bass said. We want to have a good relationship. We want to have dignified and respectful relationships with the police. I think this is going to start us to get us on that path. Yeah, Uh, the Philadelphia Police Department has been under a settlement agreement regarding car and pedestrian stops since 2021. As part of the agreement, the city's statistical expert has reviewed PPDs, stops each year, and identify a racial disparity. It can't be because black people are committing more crime. In 2020, our expert found that racial disparity does exist in certain types of stops. Black people commit certain types of crimes more than, than other people in those certain areas. And the solution... Stop arresting and stop tracking those stats. And then it will go down. But the thing you can't stop tracking, homicide. And unfortunately, we'll always have the data on that, I think. Well, I don't want to say always. But, yeah, so homicides. 
uh, kind of give an indication of how well the city's doing overall. And not very well. ACL's pen, ACLU's Pennsylvania Deputy Legal Director Mary Catherine Roper said after three months, all parties will appeal before the judge to see how the program works. If it is successful, this could be expanded to the rest of the city. Isn't that great news? Uh, we can have crime go up further in Philadelphia. This is such a, a right step. Instead of stopping crime, let's let's just say, hey, hey, do you steal that man's car? Huh. And just just leave the keys and stuff right there. Yeah, just don't get caught again, buddy. Okay, this could have been bad. God forbid I was actually trying to arrest you for it. You know, like make you be held accountable for your actions. No, no, don't worry. So, <laughs> yeah, uh. All these places, I mean, uh, with rising crime. I mean, I could I could do a whole segment on just crime. Uh, let's see. Tashara Jones wants to reimagine policing in St. Louis with rising crime and a push to defund. Can she do it? Well, with rising crime and reducing the police, um, let me help you, USA Today. No. Mayor Tashar Jones peels off her bedazzled face mask while standing outside downtown St. Patrick's Center, preparing to address the crowd about the facility's new women's center. I'm not going to read the rest of it. I'm going to spare you the suffering, okay? I'm going to spare you. St. Louis murder rate, already highest in U.S., soared last year. Mayor vows to defund the police. Tashar Jones' budget proposal would close the city's jail divert $4 million from the police to social programs, and cut 100 police jobs. Now, if you read um, any police thing where they're talking about um, the, the like officers, investigators, why uh, the murder rate is so high or why they're unable to solve these cases and stuff, they'll always say uh, they're understaffed. So it's funny that you want to cut it and think that you're going to get less crime. That's very odd. Well, I, I think they're either being very dishonest or they know what they're doing. St. Louis's 2020 homicide rate was the highest in 50 years. Congratulations. Police said 262 people were killed in St. Louis last year, five less than the record of 267 set in 1993. But because the city's population has declined since 1993, the homicide rate was much higher. I wonder why people are leaving. I mean, why would you want to leave such a great city? My goodness. I mean, this just... Uh... St. Louis sees a similar spike that we saw elsewhere. But it's different as its starting level is already so high. Rosenfeld said, who is a criminology professor at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. I wonder why it went up. He said, uh, said violent crime rose sharply in 28 U.S. cities, he reviewed, starting last May, around the time many stay-at-home orders related to the pandemic were ending. Or, um, as uh, BLM stuff grew. It could be that also. But we'll, we'll blame it on the you got to blame everything on the Cerveza bug. 
definitely couldn't be those those BLM movements, huh? But um, let's see. Same place. Uh, Missouri has a COVID. Oh shit! I said the word. Fuck. A Cerveza Bug Vax Incentive Program. It offers a chance to win ten thousand dollars. You win ten k. Jefferson City, Missouri. Missouri is offering ten thousand as incentive for people to get vaxxed. The government announced the program this afternoon. It's called the Missouri Vaccine Incentive Program (VIP). Hoo-wee. Over the next three months, nine hundred Missourians who have or will choose to get vaxxed will win cash or education savings amounting in 10k <laughs> oh wow uh is this is just great uh so the priority is again um let's uh and then let's go here most dangerous cities by murder rate statistica let's see uh, the statistic ranks the 50 most dangerous cities of 2020 by murder rate of 100,000 inhabitants. The murder rate of Los Cabos, Mexico was 138.26 for every 100K people living. Okay. So we have all these, uh, South American countries. Um, uh, and, and all these, uh, bad the known bad, bad places, yes. Los Cabos, um, Tijuana. Y- you get the idea, right? And then right there underneath, um, and I'm going to butcher this, uh, Culiacan, Mexico, is uh, St. Louis, Missouri at 65.8. This is 2020. Now keep in mind, um, at the top, um Tijuana is 84.8. So hold on. Hold on to your britches. So U.S. News, uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports that the city's homicide rate hit 87 killings per 100K residents, the highest on record since 1970. It exceeds the previous high of 69. The 69 was the one I think uh, I just mentioned or whatever, 67 or whatever. So going back to that same chart... Uh, that beats Tijuana, Mexico. Congratulations, St. Louis, on being more dangerous than a third world, third war, uh, third, third world um, cesspool. Way to go. Isn't that just wonderful? And uh, now I did hear arguments that uh, East St. Louis uh, was the biggest problem. 75% of East St. Louis murders over a 19-year period went unsolved. Hmm. Let's see. Let's read. Uh, the boy was inches from his mother when she took her final breath. The boy who was shot... The boy, the man who shot her ran away, leaving the three-year-old strapped in the car seat, a vulnerable witness to a horror that still haunts him. Three years later, the father was shot to a death... During a neighborhood barbecue, the boy heard gunshots and saw his dying father lying in the grass, unable to move. These are terrible things, that, by the way. Um, uh, I'm going to skip all that. 
The national homicide rate is five murders for 100,000. In East St. Louis, get this, it's 96 murders per 100,000, topping cities like Chicago, St. Louis, Detroit, and Washington, D.C. Yet only 25% of the murders are charged in a criminal court. Well, Chicago was able to convict two. Um, compared to the national average of 60%. There were 453 murders within the 14-mile square border of East St. Louis from 2000 to 2018. My goodness. East St. Louis has a population of 26,095% are black. So, does anyone think that white people are going into this neighborhood and doing this? Uh, realistically. So, all these murder rates, um, if you divide the areas uh, and separate them by race, um, this will happen every single time. You notice it went from 87, now it's at 97 uh, when we add just the particular... Uh, um, you know, melanin-enhanced side. So, yeah. Uh, but let's let's continue. Uh, let's let's see what the reason. It says uh, the the reason, violence is so entrenched in the city that children grow up learning survival techniques that would be considered drastic in the suburbs, less than twenty miles away. They are told to take cover in the bathtub if gunfire sounds close. They are told not to answer a door knock, especially after dark. Gunfire is a nightly occurrence in the housing projects. Hmm. In February, a man with his one-year-old daughter were caught in the crossfire as they pushed her stroller near the 11th Street and Bond Avenue. That her little girl was hit in the arm. This is fucking terrible. And the solution is uh, less cops. Just to be clear. I'm not saying that, but that's, uh, the police force shrank from 66 officers in 2005 to 34 officers this year, according to police chief Jerry Simon. Most officers don't investigate murders, but patrol the streets responding to other violent felonies. When it comes to the police department itself, they've struggled here. You know, their budget makes it hard to come up with the forces and people that they are needed i'm going to try everything i can do to help but it is an uphill battle said senator dick durbin democrat in illinois who grew up in east st louis but he doesn't live there anymore <laughs> the police now respond to and investigate every homicide in east st louis well and then here it is uh let's let's go ahead simon welcomed uh the assistance he said, we don't have time to fully investigate most of these homicides, Simon acknowledged. We need the help. So, you know, you think, God, it, it would think, you would think there would be an organization that, uh, that could help. I'm trying to think of what, what organization could help, uh, and has a lot of resources to solving murders. But instead is using its resources to investigate uh, noose claims and selfies that were taken. What organization? Hmm. I think they're gay. 
but I can't think of uh, what the huh anyway my mind is uh, is getting foggy I'm at the end here guys uh, I don't really look this at this is it Nick like Cannon because I'm the racist. Mm. You're the racist. I'm the I'm very racist. I'm blatantly Please tell racist. Us example. I've never heard someone so proud of it before. I'm I'm a... proud to be racist. Okay. I mean, because when you think about what racism actually is, or or a racist is one who believes their race is superior over certain things. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? There's certain things that I believe my race is superior at. For example, sex. Category. Oh, okay. Oh. okay, in that category. Exactly, right? Would you agree? So you to have to agree that a black man is, that's what, you know. Uh, I, I can speculate. Yeah, you were in the gym. That's. There were some white guys in there and you showed them your swamp. <laughs> like you were like, bow! But that's okay, have you ever been in the gym with a black dude you know, and felt I, a little inferior? Are 100% serious? No, but I've heard <laughs> A friend of mine was in a basketball uh, locker room recently. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, this is just one example. I can't find the one. He he has another one where he goes on a tirade about non-melanin people, uh, meaning white people. He does this all the time. He's a devout uh, racist. Um, and, and just to dispute uh, the claim, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Ron Jeremy. Um, what's the other guy's name? I can't remember. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, they're white. They had the biggest dicks of all time. So, uh, there goes that whole, uh, uh, you know, positive stereotype. We got to keep the spot positive stereotypes and get rid of the negative stereotypes. Um, um, <laughs> uh, no, he, he's back. He's back on wilding out after that. Uh, but w what's weird is, and, uh, and I'll, I'm going to end here after I talk about Nick Cannon, I think, um, Nick Cannon rejoins Wallin' Out after host uh, getting fired for anti-Semitism. He, he got fired for anti-Semitism. So at some point, uh, he said he he fucked up because you can definitely say sh you can say anything you want as a black person about white people, but you sure as shit cannot say something about. Um, Semites. So the Jews got his ass, right? They got him. Because he fucked up. He said something about Jews. Um, what is the term when you say something about white people? Anti... Hmm. I don't know the word. Um, but yeah, he's he's back. You know, he slap on the wrist. It doesn't matter. Uh, Morgan Wallen, right? The country singer... Uh, he called a white friend of his uh, uh, a nigga in the middle of the night to just his friend. And it's like two in the morning and uh, one person heard it and reported it and his career is over. Probably never to come back. But he's white and Nick Cannon is black. So all is forgiven in the white supremacist country. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> After initially refusing to apologize, Cannon apologized on Twitter. The hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mouth. He apologized uh, for anti-Semitism. He never, uh, I believe, didn't give a shit. CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, among others, to understand the hurt he caused. 
So he had, uh, he met with uh, Rabbi Abraham Cooper and all these people and the CEO of the ADL. But didn't meet with anybody from a white organization or any, because, oh, fuck. In this white supremacist country, we don't have civil rights uh, organizations or groups or free attorneys that we can, oh, my gosh. Wow, that's, uh, oh, somebody needs to rethink this whole white supremacy thing. It's not, not very good. Not a very good, uh, they're very bad. Whoever the white supremacists are, are very bad at being white supremacists. And then, uh, lastly here, I'll just end, uh, I was at the store and I saw a, uh, bottle of Barefoot Bubbly. It's a champagne, a company named Barefoot. March onward with us. Scan to learn about how this helps, this purchase helps us support free mom hugs in the National Center for transgender equality and then I was like okay transgender equality that seems the free mom hugs what is free mom hugs now I go to that uh, free mom hugs uh, and then there's a Netflix original coming out called pray away former leaders the pray away pray the gay away movement contend with the aftermath unleashed by their actions while survivor seeks healing and acceptance for more than a decade of trauma there's a panel discussion to watch why. Empowering the world to celebrate the LGBTQIA plus community through visibility, education, and conversation. And yes, we will still give hugs. That doesn't tell me anything. Uh, from the founder, enough is enough. I'm a Christian mom with a gay kid living in Oklahoma. Saying enough is enough. If I don't fight for my son, his rights, like my hair is on fire, then who will? And I won't stop until I no longer hear horror stories from the LGBT coolest. You'll always hear anecdotal horror stories from anyone, racist ones or anything. Anecdotal stories will always exist, um, true or not. You're never going to get rid of, uh, so she'll just never stop. Uh, but you didn't pray enough, and now the whole world is gay. And then soon reproduction will end because there will be no one to reproduce because everyone will be gay. And the world will end. So, you know, good job. Free mom hugs. And they're giving hugs during COVID, and it just makes you wonder, maybe they're killing everyone. Thank you again for another This Month in Retarded as Fuck, and until next time, go fox yourselves.